Hey, Ashley, what's going on, girl? Hey, Prina, nothing much. Oh, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all week, man? Pretty good. good. Yeah. So y'all ready to uh, get into this topic today? I'm so ready. I'm ready. You know that comment that I put up about finding a man or, yeah. or finding a car? You know, because it has revealed a lot of things to me as far as, like, comparing it to finding a man. But I say that because, you know, as, I feel like... um we're kind of trained as women, or especially if you, like, grew up in a church or been around the church, you know, you shouldn't find a man. A man's supposed to find you. But I feel like in the 21st century, you do have to be very proactive. Like, if that's something, like, if you want to be in a relationship, you can't just sit around and wait for somebody to come knock on your door. <laughs> you really have to kind of um, put yourself out there. And even though at this point I'm not, like, actively looking because I'm so busy, I know that at some point I'm really going to have to start going out, meeting people. So, Deprina, like I said, I know you're married. Did you ever at some point in your life seek a relationship or did they always come to you? I wouldn't say that I seek my relationship. I never even thought out married, you know. I'm just living life. You know, the moment is past, and, you know, the moment passed. So I can't say I ever thought out. I was looking at some of my old Facebook statuses a while back. I was that person making them status updates like, yeah, I'm the greatest, but I'm single or some shit like that. Like, I was that type of person talking about how great I am, but why am I single? But it wasn't really that I was single. I just didn't have a boyfriend, per se. <laughs> But I just, I never really sought out a relationship. It wasn't a goal, like, I want to have a relationship. I mean, I had the three-year the three year relationship with, you know, with old boy. And then after that, it was pretty much just, you know, winging it through, you know, party all night. Hey, 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 keep it moving. And then, bam, Chris happened. So uh, I can't say that I really ever sought it out. Well, I feel like when a woman is verbally like open about you know i want a relationship i want a boyfriend i think people sometimes assume they're being desperate and you know even for me like in the past i don't feel like that now but in the past you know it would be hard for me to admit like i want to be in a relationship because people do have a certain perception if you openly say something like that but i feel like just because you're alone that doesn't mean you're lonely per se how is a person or a young woman speak that into existence of how she's supposed to i guess pursue that without seeming desperate um I, I think the the word the phrase of saying somebody uh is desperate or somebody just knows what they want it is a preference thing but it's like different perceptions yeah there you go that's the <laughs> That's the word. A dude that's, let's say, you know, for example, a while ago, Jennifer Lopez, they posted this story. It actually went around twice in like six months. I don't know why. But she said that men aren't worth anything until after 30. And it's the fact, and that's the fact because if you're 24, 25, you're not looking for a relationship. Any girl that's trying to make themselves your boo after one or two dates, you might call them desperate being a dude. A dude might call them desperate because, you know, you didn't, you, you, first of all, you didn't already have sex with this girl. You know, I said, every time you have sex with somebody, you're giving them a piece of your soul. So then the dude want to be mad because you calling him, texting him want to go out with him but you ain't gave him no title but wondering why like he ain't gave you no title but the dude is wondering like why she calling me why she did it but 
you know, everybody not about that one night stand life. Like we had that discussion before. So yeah, a 25 year old might say, oh, she's desperate. Not looking at what the hell he did. But if somebody is 34, 35 and they're older, they might be on some other stuff and they might be feeling the same way that you're feeling. So that's why I say it's, it's, it's all about, you know, the perception of the person. Because, it, I, I mean, I don't personally see it as desperate. Like, if you uh, at 19 years old and you're trying to be in a relationship and with everybody you meet, I mean, that might be some other issues somebody has. You want to feel wanted. You want to feel loved. Survive without nobody, you know. In a sense, I hate to say it, but me and Chris talk about this all the time. His mama is that way. It's almost like she can't survive or don't know her sense of responsibility unless she got a man. And it don't matter if that man is something or nothing. She really you know, couldn't, didn't have nowhere to stay or, you know, couldn't do nothing unless she was with somebody. Even if they cheated on her or, like, went to go live with another female, it was like she was just SOL without them. You know, get kicked out of her house or have to go live with somebody else or whatever. And it's like some people have that issue that's because they are, like, too attached and they don't know how to be alone. But when it's somebody older, I'm trying to tell you, because I dated older guys, they be ready to be in a relationship. And it's just they level of maturity and the type of bullshit they've been through. Because I can tell you right now, I, I know of two guys right now that's single and been single. And they always talk about how they're single and they can't get with nobody. They've had some relationships, but then all of a sudden pop up and the girl not there no more. You never know what it is. You know, some people could be too damn picky, you know, so I can't call it. I mean, but why do you think those those guys are single? Men have it a lot easier, I feel like, because they have more to choose. Um, but why do you think they have a hard time finding, like, a woman? I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Ashley? I don't know what to say, um, per se, about men being single and wanting a relationship. I wanted to touch bases on the desperate situation again. I'm sorry. I'll backtrack to... To the men, um, they do have a lot more to choose from, April. You are right about that. But you know what? Something that my daddy told me uh, about four or five years ago, he said, women always have the power. Whether you know it or not, They, you literally always have the power. You have the upper hand. Now, whether you give it away or not, it's something different. Maybe you should look at it from that point. But circling back to the desperate situation, so I consider myself a person that literally has gotten every single thing that I have asked for, like from the universe. And um, there are some things that I noticed that I was asking for, but I wasn't really sure about. And I'm sure that's why I haven't received them or write down in like a purpose journal or, you know, somewhere where you just express yourself that you want a relationship and not just any relationship, you know, be specific, like, you want open communication. You want understanding. You want good sex. And yes, I'm saying sex because I don't care what anybody says. That's important. Um, you know, you want them to look a certain way without being shallow. You want them to have a big heart. You know, you want them to be accepting of your children. You want them to, to father your children like they're their own. You know, like you have to be specific. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'm reading this book by one of my favorite authors, Bill Hooks. A lot of people sleeping on her. Um, she is like, she is a black feminist who always talks about um, love, socialism, racism, you know, economics, etc. But the book that I'm reading is called All About Love. 
And something she said was that we are in a generation and basically of what she feared, where we don't really know what love is. And she said, everyone is trying to run away from love instead of accepting it for what it is. We close ourselves off because we're scared to be hurt again. So we throw ourselves into work, school, whatever it is, in an effort to avoid being hurt. But at the end of the day, that's part of the process. And she also stated, like, part of the reason why we don't really know what love is or understand it is because of patriarchy. Because patriarchy teaches us that women are supposed to behave a certain way and men are supposed to behave a certain way. So with our society being built off patriarchy, we go to it all wrong to begin with. And I say that to say when you said, what about me taking action in order to get what I want? I think that's a great idea because I think a closed mouth does not get fed. So, yeah, you are going to have to go out. (laughs) You are going to have to go out. And, And actually, you might not even have to go out, April, because even though you feel like you're not doing anything, like you're not going anywhere to meet people, that's usually when you meet someone, when you least expect it, when it comes out of absolutely nowhere. So you might be running into your husband, you know, and don't even know it yet. But, yeah, so start going out. Even if you have to go out by yourself. I did that a couple of times. Like, I was reading this Oh, book. no, I, I, I'm good now, but I was saying at some point when I'm ready, I know that I'm going to But what makes you not baby. ready right now? What makes you feel like you're not ready right now? Because I'm, start, I'm trying to get my stuff together. So, like, I can't We're be nothing for nobody. We're always trying to get I'm just saying ways, I can't though. be nothing from nobody if I'm not nothing to myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I, it's kind of the same way where sometimes like a man won't commit until they feel like they're secure within themselves. And there's still shit that I'm working on. I got two kids. I, you know, my son be having behavior problems, all kinds of stuff. Like, I just feel like this point, like right now, like I'm not actively looking. You know, I'm okay. open. I'm open if something, like, if a guy were to approach me and be like, hey, and he seemed interesting, you know, I'm open to getting to know somebody, but I know that, like, at some point, if when when I'm ready, like, you know what, I got, things are kind of cool right now, let me, I know that I will have to make a proactive, I have to be proactive if that's something that I want, you know what I mean? But April, you saying right now, let me just tell you this. No matter where you are in life, there's always going to be something that you're going to be working on within yourself because that's just how, that's just us as human beings. You have to accept yourself, your situation, everything that's with you as it is right now, period. Yes, you're working towards getting things more situated, more settled, but it's it's always going to be that way. It's always going to be something. There, There are no, like... Nothing is ever perfect. We're always striving to do more, striving to complete certain things, striving to finish this. And when you say you're open to getting to know someone, but you're not, that's kind of contradicting yourself. You're open. I mean, you're. I'm open, but I'm not like actively looking. Okay, so you don't have to be active, actively looking. But if you're going to be open, be open completely, because whether you know it or not, you're still putting a block on yourself. You think so? Yes, I do. Hmm. 
I mean, that's yeah, just my opinion. My degrees are not in psychology at all. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, when you think about it, um, think about it like this. Remember I told you my mama got, has been married three times. You think every single time she got married, like, she had her shit in order? She still had three daughters. She still had, like, bills and stuff from the first divorce when she got, I mean, like, she literally got divorced in July. And then, like, my first stepfather, she was already with him before the end of the year. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. But he came along and he happened and he was what, you know, she needed at the time. You know, he had money, he had stability, he helped her out, you know, helped her clear some stuff up, helped her, you know, to to raise her kids. He was what he, what he needed to be, gave her a break so she could not have to work for the first time in her life out of being married for over, what, 10 years already? You know, it gave her what she needed at the time. And then when she did divorce that, she did, it wasn't too long before she waited, before she got with my third father and then again it still wasn't oh she got her stuff in order oh she needed you know to whatever the case may be she's still just working her little job and trying to figure out and again I guess, he was something for her you know i guess First what i'm thinking when i say my my stuff in order i mean you know where we are right now it's like i'm trying to work on my career and stuff we all and it's, it's, oh no but i'm just saying it's just not a, a priority for me but if an opportunity came along, you know, I would be open to it. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like if a guy approaches me or somebody shows interest and I'm like, oh, no, I, I'm working on my career. I ain't got time for you. It's not like that. But I just feel like, um, you know, it's just not a priority. And I feel like, you know, I'm just like working on me, working on my kids because, you know, I just don't really have the time for somebody else. You know what I mean? Like if you if if a guy is interested, he better get in where he can fit in. But I'm not. But about you gotta just anything, I guess. Okay. To, for a guy, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so if you met someone and you guys hit it off really, 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 really well, like you're like, damn, I like him, and he's like, I like you, you know. So you mean to tell me if he wanted to see you, you wouldn't rearrange something so you got so you can go out on a date? Um. Possibly, it really would. It I guess it really would depend on on that. I I, I could do that. I'm, I'm no man is ever gonna. No man dating a woman with children is ever gonna ask her to not do something for her, do something with her kids, you know, in an effort to do something with him. That's not gonna right. happen. So right. I just feel like, um, I just feel like. If you're open to it, it will come to you. And even if it's not exactly what you want, because that's something that we have a problem with, like, assessing. It's like, oh, this person tried to talk to me or we've been talking for a while and it didn't work out. But every situation is a learning experience. Like, it's mm -hmm. literally preparing you for your husband. So how you handle certain things. And often we repeat cycles because we do the same thing. And we have to realize that the same thing is not working for us. And that's why... You know, we're in whatever situation. But no real man is ever going to ask you to choose between doing something with him and your kids. So I just feel like if somebody comes along, I want you to give them, I want you to do that for yourself. Give that, make that a gift for yourself. To be open to it 
and to accept it because somebody, as much as we, you know, want this genuine love or like what we are seeking is seeking us. And a lot of times we allow the louder voice, which is our ego, to overpower our softer voice, which is our intuition, which is that feeling when you when you see a number and you're like, that's a good lottery number. And then you don't do anything about it. And three days later, it comes out of the lottery. Like, that's the softer <laughs> voice. But your ego is louder. Your ego is like, yeah, whatever. That's not going to happen. So that's what you listen to. Do you, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? I'm sorry mm-hmm. to get all metaphoric on you. But no. No. I'm just saying, like, I just want you to be, I just want you to be open to it. Because there's men out here that, yeah, I mean. No, I'm, oh, I'm definitely open, but I'm just not, like, like I said, I guess when I, when I first, first posed the question, I was thinking about, I don't know, do you know who Mylique Teal is? Say it again. Do you know who Mylique Teal is? No. So, yeah, my I know who she is. Yeah, so Mylique Teal, she, she's. <laughs> She lives in Atlanta. She's the owner of Curlbox, but she also has a podcast and where she talks about like her life as like an entrepreneur and like when she was in her early 30s, um, you know, she was kind of like her her career was really jumping off. Her business was really, really growing, but she was like always busy. So she had to make like a conscious effort to like go get out get herself out there to date because she knew she wanted to be in a relationship but she had to make time to meet people right so she cut something out of her schedule I think she said at the time she used to like work out on regular so she cut working out so that she could take time to date and I think now she's got like a baby and she's not married but she's got like a boyfriend yeah yeah she's got a committed boyfriend but she met him on tinder but she was like she made a con it was like an intentional thing so when i say like right now i'm not making like an intentional effort to date right like i'm not like okay i'm not carving out certain time out of my week so that i can go out and meet people or whatever it's like i'm just living my life and if it happens it happens but i know at some point because the way that i'm living i don't really have any interaction with a whole lot of men right or a whole lot of men that i don't already know so it's like I know at some point I will once I get like settled in a new job and, and get on a regular schedule I will I feel like I will have to make an effort once I'm ready like okay girl you need to get out you need to meet people you need to mingle you know what I'm saying so that's that's what I'm saying it's like as a woman like I think a lot of times when girls be like, you know, I want a boyfriend or I want to be in a relationship. It sounds stupid to say I want a boyfriend, but, you know, if you say I want to be in a relationship, I feel like people always kind of play that as desperate. And I don't think it's des- desperate at all. I think it's really you claiming what, what it is that you want. But I feel like a lot of women are reluctant to even say that, even if they're, like, seeing a guy. And, he's, and you know, the guy will ask you on the first date, like, what are you looking for, Right. Some women, and I've been there too, where I was like reluctant to be like, well, I want a relationship because you'd be afraid that you're going to scare them off. But it's like, no, this is what I want. <laughs> and if that scares it, them off, then that means you are not a potential to beat it. Right, right, right. So that's what I was saying. Like, I'm, I'm pretty open. I just know that the way that I live, the way that I move, the way my weeks go, I don't really have no really interact, interaction with a lot of people from the opposite sex not none that I that I don't already know <laughs> you yeah know I'm, I'm telling you that's that's about to change because your new job is more on a schedule you, it's not crazy like the hospital was 
Yeah. You're going to get off work like, what the fuck I'm going to do? Like, right. You're going to be getting <laughs> off at like regular people time. And right. Up and you can be like, like I said, I used to never to make any happy hours. Now I could go to a happy hour if I want. Yeah, you got a whole what? You gonna be like, what is this? You can make all the work? happy hours. Yeah, you gonna make all the ha- you gonna be happy hour April. <laughs> Where everybody right. knows your name. You gonna be at the bar like, hey girl, they gonna know your well, drink. I'm trying to tell you. I mean, and change. I think that's part of the reason why, like you know, I like to go to like the conferences and stuff too, because not. For the intention of meeting somebody for a relationship, but just b- broadening your network, right? And, right. you know, I might meet the Prina who husband might know somebody or, you know what I'm saying? You just never know. So that's why it's like, it's always good to like expand your network and all that stuff. But as far but as now, gonna... like... oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask the Prina if one of those guys she was talking about is in New York so that um, we can hook April up on a date. Right. <laughs> Listen, I will not hook my friends up with somebody unless I knew that they was a good dude. I'm the type of person where I want to make sure that person is completely X, Y, Z before they get with my ABC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate people like you, Deprena. <laughs> yeah, have, get... have you guys... Wait, has, like, anybody ever tried to hook you up, Ashley? Girl. <laughs> Let me tell you all about this psychopath <laughs> from last summer. Oh, I can't even remember his name right now. Oh, wait, yes, I can. Okay. So my best friend, Mallory, now, uh, you guys don't know her personally, but I'm sure you see me in pictures, you know, with her all the time on Facebook. But anyway, so she was engaged to our other friend's brother. So... He's like, Ashley, let me hook you up, whatever. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Now, granted, he was definitely my type um, as far as how he looked. He was tall and dark-skinned. That is my chocolate milk is my flavor. I pretty much date. The black you know. and the berry. Girl, the black and the berry is pretty joke. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I should have known that there was a problem when I asked him. I was like, oh, you know, why didn't you go this way? It would have been like that. So I'm like, we would have got there like five minutes faster. And he was like, okay, well, you didn't say anything, but you want to argue about it? And I'm like, what? Like, how was that an argument? Long story short, he's a psychopath, okay? And I'm glad that I never did anything with him, which drives people crazy, actually, because I'll date, I will date you. I will date the hell out of you. But as I said, as far as sex, not probably not happening because I'm not feeling it in that way with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think all the ducks should have to line up in your book before you get intimate with someone. And if you know how it's just something you can't put your finger on it. Like, it's something that's not right. For example, okay, he would get mad if I didn't react in a certain way. Like, if I didn't react how he wanted me to react, it was a problem. I had an interview with a local television show about my book and my allergies were acting up and I had already been drinking wine so I took a Benadryl so I could stop sneezing or otherwise I was never going to make it through the interview and so um he was like well he was trying to take me somewhere and I was like well no I can't go because I need to go change my clothes and get ready for this interview he was like real life pissed off like real life heated that I said no like, no, I can't do this because I need to do this. Like, 
what kind of person doesn't want you to try to get some exposure or flourish or whatever and whatever art, craft, job, career that you're doing? Like, you can't get mad based off of someone not giving you the correct response. Did you? What did you say to to your friend after that? You know, after it didn't work out. Like, did they know he was I, I like that? No, they didn't. I think that he was not developed emotionally, and that is a problem for a lot of men. Like when they start to have feelings for someone and they are not reacting in the way that they want them to, they don't know how to respond to that without being angry or trying to push you off. Like, oh, okay, it really don't even matter, you know. Like, you're playing a role. And I'm not playing any roles. It's just that, you know, when in dating, that is what you're doing. You're dating. I'm not making one person my everything. I'm not jumping to do whatever it is that somebody wants me to do because that's not how you date. That's how you get your feelings hurt. Really. If you really want to know the truth, you're not supposed to date like that. You're supposed to take your time and date multiple people. I don't even think I was really dating anybody else at the time, unfortunately. But... I was just in a better mindset of I put me first instead of somebody else's wants and needs. Hell, what about I you? Trust they options. <laughs> what about you, Duprina? <clears throat> um, nobody has ever. Well, let me see. Oh yeah, you know what? My friend Daisha, my baby mama, I call her, hooked me up with this boy named Tommy. Which is crazy, and I don't care. I named up them motherfuckers all day. This nigga Tommy had lived in uh, Florida for five years. He was like, just came home from the Army, and he had went to Rapport with her, right? And he lived in my same building when I lived in downtown Detroit. Let me tell you, this is how you, you figure out what you want and what you don't want. Like, he was cool. We went on a, I'm going to say maybe two or three dates but then it was really like you know uh pretty much let me run downstairs and give me some real quick right and because he was in my same building so it was convenient yes it was convenient and i used to just you know go downstairs and whatever the case may be but the whole time that like we're like doing this thing but also still going on on dates He's never communicating with me whether or not he wants to actually get in a relationship with me. So he tried to claim to have all these quote-unquote, you know, uh, trust issues or abandonment issues or some bull crap. Which I already, in my mind, I know dudes who claim them gangs and I just said it like whatever. So it wasn't no biggie. But the reason why I say... I would never, I, that was the first time anybody ever hooked up with, with somebody and I wouldn't even recommend the shit no more. And why I say I'm not going to hook my friends up with nobody unless I know they, you know, A1 is because we was hanging with each other every day. Like, you would have thought we was boyfriend and girlfriend. And so when I slowed it down and I wasn't coming downstairs to the phone call, to the phone calls and I, went, I just completely cut him off, it was because it was January 12, 2010, and that was the day that Christopher came into town in his, with his moving truck and moved back to Detroit. That was the day, that New Year, it was like 12 days before, after New Year in 2010. I had already cut him off, and it was around that time that I had stopped talking to him altogether. 
So as soon as I get with Chris, I'm talking from the time I lived in Brooklyn, lived in Florida, when I moved to Tampa. I'm going to say up until a year before I got married. So like 2016, this nigga was always in my inbox like, oh, you ain't choosing. Oh, I miss you. Um, you know, I'm with a girl now, but I don't, I don't like her like that. I'm just with her because it's convenient. What happened with you and why you ain't... Like, playing those fucking mind games. Like, nigga, you don't get I call, <laughs> I call that baiting. Like, niggas will throw some bullshit in your inbox just to get you to kind of see if you was going to respond to it. <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly what it was. But I wasn't falling for that okie doke. He used to be inboxing yourself, and I just should be like, okay. And, like, even now, he's still, like, he won't say nothing to me. But, like, I'll see him, like, see my story or see my Facebook story and whatever. I'm like, that's on you, bro. In that situation, I knew it wasn't going nowhere, so I made my choice. Okay? And I decided to leave that alone. It's something not going nowhere. It's just like a job. If it ain't going nowhere after six to eight months, it's time to move on. You know, y'all not giving me advancing. Y'all not giving me no advance opportunity. It's time to go. I think that's something for um, Girl Code. So, <clears throat> okay. So, um, y'all know it was my last week at the hospital. There's a young lady that I was working with. She, She's one of the secretaries on, on my unit, right? She's dating another guy. He works in another department, but we still work in the same department. So he's like a cleaning person and she's the secretary. So they've been dating for, I don't know, like a year or so. I didn't even know they was dating until somebody else said something about it. But she comes in one day and she's like, you know, oh, look what you know my boyfriend gave me um on our trip right so she holds her um, left hand out and she's got this ring i think it's a diamond ring it's a cute ring so i'm like y'all engaged and she's like no it's a promise ring and i was like uh bitch how old are you <laughs> because she was like oh i'm 37 and i was just like a promise ring like when do how old are we how old are we that we give promise rings so when you said like when you mentioned something about like you know how long to wait it's just like like when you're in your 30s is it appropriate and you've been dating a guy for well over a year is it appropriate for him to give you a promise ring no but i'll take a I want no yeah. If you if want you want to be married and you just don't have the money to get a ring, it's nothing wrong with upgrading your ring by the years that you all have been married. So, no. What are you promising me like me in the seventh grade? My seventh grade boyfriend, he was in eighth grade, gave me a goddamn promise ring. What the hell? She needs to be slapped. Exactly. What the hell you promise? I don't need no promise ring. Okay? <laughs> That's crazy. I never understood the point of that promise ring mess like it's crazy no no thank you it's understandable for kids girl you let you let him get away with that (laughs) oh my god i was like don't get me wrong it's a beautiful ring it is but to me it was a cop-out i just was like why even give you a ring and but what was the promise what was was the promise (laughs) Just like what you were saying, um, Deprina, about, like, 
you know, after eight, nine months, like if they ain't doing what, what they supposed to be doing, then they got to go, you know, they got to get fired. I'm thinking like if I was dating a guy for a year, we go away on vacation and he gives me a ring talking about it's not an engagement ring. It's a promise ring. I don't even know if I can continue with the relationship. No, like, listen, listen, listen. You're not about to just, quote, unquote, kick it with me, quote, unquote, be booed up with me. And then you want to go on that vacation with me. I'm sorry, we sharing fun and sit on this vacation if we're going together. It ain't I pay for dinner one night, you pay for dinner one night, or it's the dude cashing out everything. I better have a title before we go on any type of vacation anywhere. You're not about to just be booed up with me for eight or nine months and then be like, let's go on a vacation and we don't have no type of nothing structure. Even if it's an open relationship, you got to have something structured with me before you take me on a really, on some type of trip, first of all. Second of all, I don't need no promise ring. I need you to tell me and stop beating around the bush, stop making me wonder and guess. Because here's the thing, nine times out of ten or maybe seven times out of ten, a female, depending on the type of female she is, if she's dating, she's dating, quote, dating a dude, and they're going on these dates, uh, they're talking on the phone every night. Now, seven times out of ten, she's giving most of her attention to him, and she's not hesitating to nobody else. But he is, I know he probably is, he probably got a whole bunch of females he's talking to. But a girl, majority of the time, females be trying to... You know, like, see, okay, maybe this dude, maybe this might be going somewhere. But the dude is not wondering if this is going somewhere. And then if you're the first one to be like, okay, if we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend, then that's where that whole quote-unquote desperate thing is coming from. I'm just saying, simple as put, you're not about to string me along more than eight months with the whole booed up thing and nobody's talking about a relationship. Because but that's why I have surprised. a relationship with somebody else. Go ahead. I have a question. So... I have come across guys who who feel like we should know this already and not having an actual conversation. And I'm like, no, if you haven't asked me to be your lady, then I'm not your lady, right? Like, so right. are we all in agreement to that? Exactly. You got to so say... communicate that you want, I want you I a mean, committed, exclusive relationship. Otherwise, don't ask me where, I'm at, where I am at, at 10 o'clock. Okay, because <laughs> it's open season, basically. In theory, yes, I do. I do think a conversation has to be had. No, a conversation has to be had. I was just trying to play devil's advocate here, but you know what? You're right. <laughs> she tried it. <laughs> you know she what? You're right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Kisses and Conversations. We want to give a big shout out to our supporters. Jason Valentine, Britton Thornton, and Joe Ruiz. And if you want to be a supporter to keep the convo going, it only costs 99 cents. And if you think that you want to be a part of the conversation for an interview or to just put your take on the conversation, please feel free to hit us up at kissesandconvos at gmail.com or hit us up via social media, Facebook, Kisses and Conversations, Twitter, Kisses and Conversations, and Instagram, Kisses and Conversations. We'll talk to you soon.
Music for this podcast has been provided by Makai Beats on the intro, Drake Stafford on the outro, and Vincent Augustus on the underlay. If you guys want to check out this music, you can find these guys on Instagram. And also check out our information page on where you can find a license and where you can find these artists on freemusicarchives.org.